Okay, so today we're looking at World's Best Comics, number one. On the cover, we have Superman, Batman, and Robin. They're all standing in front of a city, and they look like they're landing on the ground after jumping from a plane or something. The comic tells us on the side, 96 thrilling pages in full color. And underneath it advertises Superman, Batman, and Robin. Red, white, and blue, and Zatara. I'm not sure what red, white, and blue has to do with anything. This comic really isn't all that different from a detective comic or a Batman comic, but there is a slight change in the colors. The blues are a lot more blue as opposed to teal, and everything just looks a little bit more intense. Almost every panel has a background. You can tell they've spent more time on this. On the cover to this comic, there's a witch dressed in pink with a big pink hat. She's got a dark, dark blue cat on her shoulder, and she's writing in a book by candlelight. Over her shoulder, we see an open window with Batman and Robin peeking in in front of the full moon. The moon also has bats flying in front of it. So, the comic starts out in the study of Mr. Eric Dorn. He's writing a book. He picks up his pen and he goes, My book is almost finished now. Even in the first panel, we can see a pink blob climbing into his window. And in the next scene, we see the shadow of that person leaning over Mr. Eric Dorn as he finishes up his manuscript. After that, Eric Dorn slumps over in his chair, and we have to assume he was beaten to death with this cane because we don't see it. The witch gathers up the manuscript and starts heading back to the window, but as she does, the butler opens the door to check on Mr. Dorn. He sees Mr. Dorn has been murdered, and he's all, Help! Murder! But nobody comes. I think it was just him in the house. The witch can't let anyone know about her evil deed, so she attacks the butler as well and clubs him on the head, too. Once he's good and down, she climbs back out the window with the manuscript. We see on the floor next to the butler she's left one page behind. Now, even though we thought the butler was dead, he apparently got very lucky, and he's only majorly concussed. He's able to make his way to the phone and call the police. Over at the police station, Bruce Wayne is meeting with Commissioner Gordon. I don't see how they have anything in common or why they'd want to be friends. Commissioner Gordon seems to agree. He says, tell me, Bruce, is going out to nightclubs the only thing you're interested in? Bruce is offended by this. He's all, well, I play polo, too. So apparently polo is like horse croquet. I'm sure that's very fun for you, Bruce. A policeman bursts through the door of Commissioner Gordon's office, and he's all, I just got a call from this butler who says Eric Dorn has been murdered. And Commissioner Gordon's like, oh, okay, better get on that. And Bruce Wayne is all, Eric Dorn the mystery writer? That sounds so fun. I want to come along too. And they just let him. They get to the crime scene, and Commissioner Gordon grabs the butler by the ears and is like, What's going on? Who attacked you? That doesn't look safe. And the butler's like, This ugly witch killed Mr. Dorn. Then the EMT or whatever is like, Commissioner Gordon, you can't just grab the patient and shake him. Let him go. He can't answer more questions now. He's literally almost dead. 
So Commissioner Gordon has to do his own independent investigation. First, he scours the office, where he finds the piece of manuscript that dropped out of the witch's hands. Now, this is written in cursive, but I've managed to decode it for you all. It says, This story is about a witch, a witch that lives. This is a true story. It is the story of... And then the paper is torn and we can't see any more. Commissioner Gordon reads it and is like, Wow, a witch really is the killer of Mr. Dorn. And Bruce is like, Well, Mr. Dorn said there was a witch. Makes sense that it murdered him, right? While they're having this fascinating conversation, a man walks right into the study. This isn't like a policeman, so it's weird that he's let through, but he's able to maybe somewhat help with the investigation. He says his name is Joshua Grimm, and he's the author of a book on witchcraft and demonology, and that he thinks his skills would be very useful in the investigation. In fact, he'd seen Mr. Eric Dorn recently, and Mr. Dorn asked him, When is a witch not a witch? When it's a jar? That is not the correct answer. No one's able to quite figure it out. But no one gets long to think about it either, because another man bursts in. How are all these people getting in? And he's all, What happened to Eric? And Commissioner Gordon's like, He's been murdered! And over in the corner of the panel, we can just see Eric Dorn's dead body slumped over his desk. I kind of thought he was gone by now, but I guess he's just there. The new man is introduced as Mr. Wright, the publisher of Mr. Dorn's books. And Commissioner Gordon's like, why are you here? Honestly, a pretty good question. And Mr. Wright is all, Eric called me last night and said he had a new novel for me to pick up. So I came to get it. Then they realize that the manuscript has been stolen. And they think finding it is probably pretty key. But they have no idea where they could start looking for it, so they decide to go question some suspects. The first one is Eric Dorn's aunt, who looks exactly like a witch. She's a super old lady, very ugly, dressed in pink. She also has a black cat, and two henchmen who I think just turn out to be her sons. When Commissioner Gordon asks her about Eric Dorn's death, she's all, good riddance. And he's all, wait, that's so mean. And she starts ranting about how much she hates Eric and how he spent all their money even though they both seem quite rich and her sons have to drag her away. As they leave, Bruce is all, that woman looks so much like a witch. Did you see her cat? And Commissioner Gordon's like, yeah, whatever. We gotta go talk to Eric's wife who's been living separately from him for a long time. She's an actress. So they head off to the theater, and they meet Eric's wife, Jane, in her dressing room. They walk in, and what do they see but another witch, dressed in pink and with the correct hat even this time. They're all, ah! But then she takes off her hat, and it's got a mask attached to it, and she's like, Oh, that's so silly. Why would you think I'm a witch? They tell her that her husband is dead, and... She doesn't seem too upset by it. In fact, her gentleman friend starts celebrating. And Commissioner Gordon's like, that's so mean. But this guy, Harvey Morrow, is like, whatever. And Jane, his ex-wife, is like, yeah, I wanted to get a divorce from him for a very long time, but he wouldn't agree to it. So I guess it's good that he's dead, so now I can marry someone else. 
Commissioner Gordon thinks that's super suspicious, but doesn't really have evidence, so he leaves. On the way back home, they talk about how really it could have been either of these two women. Commissioner Gordon goes back to the police station, and Bruce Wayne decides to go home instead. He's all, way too deep for me. Ta-ta! And then he goes home. He talks to Dick, and he shows him these hairs that he picked up from the crime scene. He's all, we'll get hair from the wig of Jane, and I suppose we can also get hair from Mr. Dorn's aunt, and then we'll look at all the hair, and we'll see what matches, and that'll be the murderer. So they dress up as Batman and Robin, and they split up to get hair. First, we follow Robin. He sneaks past the theater guard and into Jane Dorn's room, where he finds her wig. He grabs some hair, but then Jane and her boyfriend Harvey walk in, see him, and go, A sneak thief! If I saw somebody dressed up like Robin in my dressing room, I just think he was another actor, honestly. They don't, though, and Robin has to fight his way out. First he punches Harvey, then he runs off. He gets away pretty far, but at one point he's running on, like, a catwalk, and he's surrounded on three sides. So he just jumps off the catwalk. It's a good thing he's an acrobat, because he just somersaults in midair, which looks a lot better than some of the past somersaults have in these comics. They kind of leave a motion trail instead of making him look like he's falling on his face. He manages to land on a bed prop and bounces right off it into three different guys. They're all super surprised, and he's pretty surprised as well. He didn't expect this to go so well. After that, he's able to get away with minimal difficulty. Meanwhile, Batman is sneaking into the ant's house. I'm kind of a sucker for these panels of Batman's silhouette against the full moon through a window. And there's another one here. It looks awesome. You can just see the folds of his cape and its eyes. That's all. He gets in through the window. I'm not sure exactly what he plans to do. I guess just find a hairbrush or something. But it doesn't matter because somehow they've all heard him come in. And Mr. Dorn's aunt and her two kids all show up with guns pointed at Batman. They also think he's a thief and they start shooting at him. He grabs a vase from the table and smashes it on one of their heads. Then he tackles both sons and gets into a fist fight. He apparently manages to get hair somehow and leaves. Both Batman and Robin meet back at their house with hair. And Bruce Wayne looks at it through a microscope and goes, Hmm, hmm, hmm. Dick's in the background looking so bored and angry. This is also a pretty good time to mention that Bruce Wayne keeps changing outfits. He showed up in a yellow suit, then he put on a green coat, now he's wearing a brown suit. Honestly, if my colors switched to being really good after being just mediocre, I would make the main character change clothes as well. Now that Bruce Wayne has looked at the hair, he knows exactly who the witch is. We don't know, though. We're just gonna have to go along with Bruce Wayne's plan to prove who it is and be surprised at the end. Dick is playing audience surrogate here. He also doesn't know who the witch is, and he has to just lurk in the background and observe Bruce Wayne's master plan. It starts with Bruce dialing a number on his telephone. He calls the witch, and he says, I'm a police reporter, and I have some new information. The butler, who is in the hospital right now, remembered something about a duplicate manuscript being hidden in Eric Dorn's room. Do you have any comment on that? And the person on the other end of the phone goes, No comment, sorry, click. Now the trap is set and all they have to do is wait. Who did Bruce Wayne call on the phone? 
asked the narration. Who do you think the witch is? At this point, reading the first time, I really had no idea. But I think the two options we were presented with are both too obvious. That night, we see the witch on Mr. Dorn's roof. Wow, it looks like he has clay tiles on his roof. How fancy. She opens the window and climbs inside to look for the manuscript. But all she finds there is Batman and Robin. But oh no, unforeseen events. When Batman goes to beat up the witch, he trips over a footstool. Robin goes on anyway, but she's able to fight him off with her staff and jump out the window. She gets in her car and starts driving away, and Batman and Robin have to follow quick as they can. They don't have the Batmobile here, though. They just get in this large yellow car without a roof, which sucks for them because it's raining. As Batman drives, he's like, This car is so slow. I wish I had the Batmobile. I would have caught her by now if I had that. They follow the witch for a mile or so until they come to some dilapidated old house. She parks and goes inside, and Batman and Robin race after her. But she gets to the house before them and is able to pull on some rope, which conveniently opens a trapdoor right underneath where Batman and Robin are standing. They fall through the trapdoor and are both knocked out. A little while later, they wake up, tied up, in a printing press. They're like, what? Why are we in a printing press? And the witch, who's also there, goes... Yes, of course you're in a printing press. I'm the person the newspapers are calling the fifth columnist. And I print propaganda pamphlets for the fatherland's cause. I think they're talking about Germany? There was a war at the time. It must be common knowledge in the 40s, though, because Batman immediately know what she's talking about. He's all subversive literature. You're a foreign agent, and nobody could know who you were, even your own men. That's why you've disguised yourself as a witch. That's a really weird disguise. And the witch is like, yeah, I had to keep my identity secret. That's why I killed Eric Dorn when he wrote a book about me. What she doesn't realize is that this whole time, Batman's been in the process of escaping. He found a cigarette on the ground and burned through the ropes, and now he's just waiting for the right moment. When the witch stops paying attention to him, he cuts Robin loose, and they jump up and beat up all the printing press people. They're pretty easy to beat up. Robin clocks a guy in the face with a table, and Batman jumps after the witch. She swings her staff at him a couple times. Very athletic for maybe an old lady. Batman gets the upper hand by literally pulling a rug out from under her and flips her to the ground where he pulls off her mask, and we see the publicist, Mr. Wright. And Batman's like, that makes so much sense. I knew it was you almost immediately, because you were the only one who knew about the manuscript Eric Dorn was publishing. Then he ties Mr. Wright up, delivers him to custody, and goes home. And he's like, I knew who that guy was from the very beginning. Aren't I so cool? And Robin's like... That is pretty cool. I wasn't sure until you looked at all the hair and saw that it didn't match either women. After a job well done, the two decide to sit down and watch a movie. Bruce Wayne thinks The Witch Walks would be a good one, but Dick Grayson's against it. He says, no thank you, I've had enough witches to do me a lifetime. The End